Welcome back. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis officially announces his 2024 presidential bid. The DeSantis campaign releasing this ad on Twitter late Wednesday afternoon, just hours before the governor joined Elon Musk for his planned event on Twitter Spaces. Our border is a disaster. Crime infests our cities. The federal government makes it harder for families to make ends meet, and the president flounders. But decline is a choice. Success is attainable, and freedom is worth fighting for. Riding the ship requires restoring sanity to our society, normalcy to our communities, and integrity to our institutions. Truth must be our foundation, and common sense can no longer be an uncommon virtue. In Florida, we prove that it can be done. We chose facts over fear, education over indoctrination, law and order over rioting and disorder. We held the line when freedom hung in the balance. We showed that we can and must revitalize America. We need the courage to lead and the strength to win. I'm Ron DeSantis, and I'm running for president to lead our great American comeback. He's calling it the great American comeback. However, his launch did not go over all that great. There were some technical glitches that delayed his announcement by almost 30 minutes. Musk said it was because so many people were trying to tune in that it was straining the servers. But critics weren't buying it, including both Trump and Biden, who took the opportunity to troll DeSantis over the botched announcement. Sleepy Joe, of all people, posting this clip to Twitter shortly after. That was something that, that we were very proud to do. So I would embrace proposals, um, you know, like Paul Ryan offered. I'm not, I'm not a candidate. <laughs> Pretty bold, considering Biden is the king of glitches and gaffes. I want to bring on Eric Jackman to discuss this, political strategist and host of Jackman Radio Podcast. Eric, thanks so much for being with us. It's great to have you. Oh, the pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much for having me on. Of course. So, Eric, as a political strategist, what were your thoughts on DeSantis announcing on Twitter? And how do you think the event went? Well, I mean, obviously, he wants to try to appeal to very online people and online activists. And uh, it was bungled. It was, uh, whew, it was botched pretty badly. Um, did not go as expected and as planned. And I think also, of course, DeSantis will have a lot of egg on his face and his people. But I think also, too, Elon Musk is going to come out from this with some egg on his face and looking a little bit diminished because he wants to offer up Twitter as an alternative to legacy media and mainstream media and have Twitter be the place where candidates like Ron DeSantis can go to launch their campaigns mm -hmm. and speak directly to the people. So if something like a simple uh, Twitter hangout here or Twitter spaces rather crashes like it, like we saw it, saw it happen, I don't think that's going to give a lot of confidence to other candidates who might want to do something like this. Now, of course, it was the first big one of these that he did, and it's going to come with its problems. But I think it just kind of fell flat and it showed to me that maybe there's some people who were in Governor DeSantis's ear that put too much emphasis on social media and playing into the direction Elon Musk wants to take the platform. 
Yeah, that is a great overview. I, th I think you're right about that. And it's strange. I thought it was strange that he announced it on Twitter spaces. I mean, there's so many options nowadays. It seemed like an odd choice. But uh, did you think that DeSantis would ultimately end up running? I, I didn't really think he would. I figured he would know this is Trump's time again. And of course, now the big issue here is that Ron is probably the biggest Republican contender at the moment. Do you think this fractures the Republican Party? And when you think about it, whose agenda does Ron running ultimately serve? Yeah, well, look, President Trump consistently is in the 50s in most Republican primary polls right now. Mm. I was looking at um, one of those polls that we that I had been looking at. It's an interactive poll out of Quinnipiac right now. It's got Trump at 56 among 2024 uh, candidates. And Ron DeSantis is at 25%. So those are kind of constant, consistently where we're seeing the numbers. I know it's early right now and a lot can happen in the political world, but that fracture has already existed before Governor DeSantis announcing. And I, I knew he was going to run. I mean, he has all this money. He's got these super PACs puffing him up. He's made some trips here to my home state here to New Hampshire. And they did an event with him where you had to pony up like over $600 for a photo op wow. with uh, with the meatball. And I just I couldn't justify that, you know, because <laughs> I go I go and meet everybody, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian. I like to this is my seventh New Hampshire primary. And I like to go out and meet the candidates and see what kind of people here in New Hampshire um, are talking about and, and what they look for in a candidate. Mm -hmm. And when I heard that he wanted $650 just to get a quick photo op with him, I, I decided not to do that. Um, now, of course, not every event's going to be like that. Mm -hmm. But to me, that was just telling of a disconnect that he has here with regular normal people. Yeah. And you hear these stories about him, you know, eating the pudding in front of donors on a plane. And, and to me, you know, it, Trump could say he's a meatball who's trying to learn how to be human. Okay. He's not quite sure how to be a human. And DeSantis to me kind of comes across as a, as a automaton, a kind of a ro kind of robot like mm -hmm. and, and not really knowing how to interact face to face with people. So mm -hmm. here in New Hampshire with the primary, we get an up close and personal view of the candidates and the cameras are on them. They're out with people in the wild, real New Hampshire voters who have real values and have real concerns about policy and issues that impact their lives. So it's going to be really interesting to see how the governor handles that. Um, we know Trump. Trump is a known quantity. We know what to expect from him. And I have to give him credit. I think he handled himself incredibly well in that CNN town hall. Um, obviously, the timing of that was was kind of crazy with um, the, the trial that was going on and the ruling the day before. But uh, President Trump handled himself really well in there, and he he gave the crowd what they wanted. He gave the MAGA faithful what they wanted. And he reminded everybody that when he's on the top of his game, um, he's a hard guy to get one up on. He absolutely is, and he he always delivers. He's definitely good for that. Uh, now, while we're on the topic of President Trump, he fired back almost immediately on Truth Social uh, after Ron's announcement, reposting a spoof video of the announcement, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, he also released this video response today. Rob DeSanctimonious and his poll numbers are dropping like a rock. I would almost be inclined to say these are record falls. The question, is Rob just young and experienced and naive, or more troubling, is he a fool who has no idea what the hell he's doing? We already have one of those in office. We don't need another one. We need MAGA. Make America great again. That's what we want. Make America great again. We have no choice. This is the last shot we've got at it. If we don't win this time, 
Our country is in really big trouble. Thank you. I think Trump's right, but what do you think, Eric? Well, that's classic Trump right there. Um, rapid response. And Rob, I don't know if he meant to say Rob or maybe that's <laughs> yeah. part of uh, part of the ribbing there. I don't know what's going on there. But look, he, ma he makes some good points there. Uh, President Trump is pretty much the man solely responsible for creating Ron DeSantis mm -hmm. and, and putting a pulse into someone who was pretty much politically dead at that point, wanting to run for governor. No one really knew who he was outside of the congressional district. And um, I love when you hear Trump talk about the story about how he came to endorse uh, then-Congressman DeSantis for his run for governor. He said, DeSantis came to me with tears in his eyes, and he said, please endorse me. And I said, okay, write something up, and I'll take a look at it. So he wrote something that wasn't so good. I rewrote it, and then I put it out, and we endorsed. And you know what happened to him? He shot up like a rocket. He went up like a rocket ship. He was maybe at 1% or 2% before I endorsed, and then he shot up and he won the whole thing. So he's got me to thank for it. But that's that's what's going to happen with this primary. President Trump's going to be able to hammer Governor DeSantis um, on all those points and remind everybody, including the governor, uh, that he helped create him and he had a hand in it. And he feels that uh, Ron is being uh, out of line here and not waiting his turn and being very disloyal, all the political capital that the president um, used on then Congressman DeSantis. So he feels like he's very ungrateful and has a very short memory. But we know politics is uh, it's a cutthroat game. It's a brutal game. And, uh, you know, I think maybe Governor DeSantis kind of underestimates uh, what Trump is capable of and, and what how how uh, fire and brimstone he's going to get in this primary. For those of us who pay close attention and, and thrive um, on the political environment, we're, you know, I'm really excited to watch this and see what's going to happen. It's going to be fireworks. Yeah, it absolutely is. It's definitely an exciting time to be involved politically. I think this is the first time I've ever really been eager to see all of this play out. Normally it's very dry and boring, but uh, we've got some interesting stuff happening here. I think Republicans and conservatives need to be thinking who is going to be able to defeat the establishment player. I think that is the most important key to all of this. And whoever the Democrat nominee is, which is unfortunately looking like uh, Biden, do you think we could perhaps see Michelle Obama be thrown into the mix after all this? Well, there's certainly rumblings about her. Um, I know former President Obama has a very oversized influence on the Biden administration right now. Um, and, and is guiding the ship in some ways. And Michelle Obama is very popular among Democrats. They like her. Um, I think they see her as someone with not a lot of baggage who could possibly run. But uh, I have to speak about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. I mean, he's already in this thing. He's announced he's mm -hmm. polling in the mid to high 20s. And of course, establishment media is going to do, and they are doing everything they can to downplay his historic campaign. Mm -hmm. And my brother Mike and I, we have a podcast called Jackman Radio. We had the chance to interview Mr. Kennedy the morning after his announcement up here in New Hampshire. And he, he's a very unique figure, and he is part of an established political family that is perhaps one of the most well-known, not just in America, but in the whole world. Yeah. And the Kennedy name and the Kennedys are still very much respected and revered all around the world. And I, I think we're really seeing the Democratic establishment and their lackeys in the media kind of freaking out low-key here, trying to be like, <laughs> what are we going to do about Robert F. Kennedy Jr. here? Mm -hmm. And they're already saying there's not going to be any debates. Uh, President Biden's going to be our guy. But President Biden is really asleep at the wheel. I mean, to me, what they're doing with him is elderly abuse. I actually feel yeah. bad for Joe Biden a lot of the time. It's the people around him, the vipers around him, that are using him as their vessel to push their agenda. So 
we know they're going to do everything they can to stop Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Mm -hmm. But I think once his campaign gets rolling and he starts doing events and rallies and taking it to the voters, having big events here in New Hampshire, meeting people, you're going to, I think, see something really special happen. And I think it's going to have a lot of the same qualities that 2016 had with Donald Trump. Everyone knew who he got into the race in 2016. Everyone knew who Trump was. It's a universally recognized name. And, and it's a brand, too, Allison. I'll remind you, it's also a brand. But he, he got in and everything. He shook things up. So I see RFK Jr. doing that. And it's going to be a hard fight. Um, but I say don't sleep on his campaign. And I think he's going to definitely put up a challenge to the establishment, the likes of which we haven't seen in a long time on the Democratic side. So I know a lot of people are excited about it, and I'm certainly one of them. It is a very exciting time indeed. Well, Eric, thank you so much for weighing in today. You raised some really great and very interesting points, and we will definitely be eager to see how it all pans out. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you, Allison. Take care.